0: This is an Encounter Co. podcast. Enjoy. Good morning and welcome back to Reading Isn't For Kids, a book club podcast where two grown adults read and review children's chapter books and sometimes comics. My name is Austin.
1: And my name's Lana.
0: And today we read Missing by R.L. Stein.
1: Yes. Published
0: in 1989.
1: That's part of our Fear Street series that we're reading through. And it's book four. Book four. Do you have any initial thoughts?
0: Um, I don't know. I after like I I usually do one after about five to ten pages in, and uh, the parents seem pretty shitty, and I don't know why they hate Mark's girlfriend, but they fucking real hate her, uh, and they just refuse to tell him why. Um, and it immediately the main character says that their mother puts them down constantly. And I, I I didn't even know this fucker's name until chapter 4, page 21.
1: Yeah, no, there was no indicators as to, like, the gender of this person, this person's name. Um, all we knew is that they had a brother that was one year older than them. And it was really weird.
0: Yeah, their name's Ka- Kara or Kara or whatever. Yeah. And that's not literally, like, a, no joke, like, a third way into the book. Like two chapters in. Bob decides it's four.
1: Is it I literally wrote down I wrote down
0: the page I was so fucking mad I wrote down the page number and the chapter.
1: And also you you also only learn her name because it switches perspectives from her to her brothers with zero warning. And like it's so like jarring.
0: Bob's really spreading his wings in this one.
1: I it's it's two
0: two character perspectives.
1: It's so 100% not like the other books at all. It's so weird. Everything is written such it's so shitty. It's so not like the other books. It's it's so jarring.
0: <laughs> he wrote this like a Goosebumps book.
1: Yeah, kind of, yeah.
0: No, 100%. That's what he wrote this book like. And I like the original Goosebumps books, but they're fucking garbage writing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even I'm not even fucking around like how many goddamn end of chapter jump scares were there in this book?
1: Lots, and there was a lot of like, like I can appreciate a red herring, but like when you're throwing out like is when when everything seems like a red herring, and you're like not sure what's going on to the point where you can't even really follow the plot, like you're not really sure exactly what's going on. It doesn't make it doesn't make for good mystery writing, you know you 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 have to give a little to take a little.
0: I feel like they didn't he didn't know what this book was. He sat down one weekend and just spent five hours writing this, and that's why i'm convinced I'm convinced that, and I know like I get it like you're an author, you gotta put shit out,
1: right, especially when he was writing multiple series not just the Goosebumps series and this series he also had other novels and other series that but he was writing for and i mean i i don't that's not an excuse it was
0: his fucking job
1: do i know that. i understand
0: there's no way there's no way he was like doing it 80 hours a week there's no fucking way no and the other books they were i liked the other three and i, I don't know if i disliked this one but some of the things that happen are so like I don't know. It's like they he didn't have a story.
1: Yeah, it was kind of like he had an idea of like I'm going to make these two teenage kids p- parents go missing and this is why they're missing but we have to reach that conclusion so we're just going to throw <laughs> random shit in there.
0: Yeah, so like that. that's how I felt and I didn't even, I thought the main characters, they weren't even like annoying or like bad or like even like shitty. No. Like they, they like got along for the most part. Uh, They took care of each other for the most part. Uh, Like, it's not like some of the other main characters who are just like, like the past two books, the main characters have just been abhorrent and awful. And like the first book was Corey was fine. He was just a big dumb ding dong. True. And then, like, this, like, and that's what makes me sad about this book is, like, the two main characters were good. They weren't, they weren't, they weren't bad. Right. It's just, like, literally nothing happens in the first, like, almost three-fourths of this book.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It, it literally, I don't know if you ever read Goosebumps. It felt like a Goosebumps book. Like, one of the, ba- one of the bad ones. And... Again, like, Goosebumps were great when you were a kid, but, like, obviously, looking back, they're not going to be that great. But we read other books from that time, and, like, as much shit as I give Junie B. Jones and stuff for the bit, like, they're not bad stories. Right. Like, a lot of the Goosebumps are just bad stories. Like, there are some, like, hitters, like, Camp Jelly Jam fucking slaps and those original ones, the mask one, the haunted mask ones, the monster blood ones are great. But then you get like one where it's like fucking the sponge is eating me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Things that, I don't know, we're getting off topic. Um,
1: Th- This is just our initial thoughts, guys. We haven't even delved into the plot.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, the two main characters are Carrie and Mark Burroughs. Don't know, don't learn their second name until well, well into the book. Um, Kara... Is ever described? Don't know if she's ever described. She's honest and blunt. That's
1: Honest, blunt, and she said she's blonde. This is like near the end of the book where she like is describing
0: Boy did she describe everyone else though.
1: Yeah. She described everybody else, but she was like, oh yeah, I'm just like blonde and regular. (laughs)
0: <laughs> like great, um, she describes her the way she describes her brother too made me a little uncomfortable. It was very uncomfortable. Uh, she says he looks like a jock with broad shoulders, big neck, blonde wavy hair, and and those green eyes,
1: and the cute little <laughs> dimple
0: on his chin.
1: And then there's a point because their their parents like work for the government. She said, and they like do computer stuff, and so they're doing some overnight work. So they threw a party. And her brother Mark is making out with his girlfriend on the couch. And she's like, she's like, oh, I'm jealous. I wish I had somebody to make out with me. And it's like, that's your fucking, like, that's weird. First of all, first of all, I look at my brother just being normal and I want to fucking gag. Um, but like oh, s- watching your brother make out with someone and be like, oh, I, I wish... Uh, uh, no, has, fuck you. Has
0: Bob met a woman? Like, I'm just curious. Has he met... Because he has a kid. How did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> like, he ever listen? Like, he's never coming on our podcast after this episode.
1: I don't think <laughs> he was going to anyway. I'm
0: just saying. <laughs> me, me... I have strong opinions on Bob. Um, <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. She describes her brother that way. And then, like, Gina Rowlings is mark's girlfriend and mark is like fucking obsessed with this woman um like she's really pretty she's short long black black hair down to her waist creamy white skin and no blemishes (laughs) beautiful black eyes that drove the boys crazy also she's sexy (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, this isn't Mark describing her. This is still Kara describing her.
0: Mark never describes her. He calls her a fox. That's about as like yeah dogish as Mark gets. He like, most things he describes about her is like...
1: He's like, she's sweet and caring and smart <laughs> and like is nice to me. <laughs> like, and and again. it's a bonus that she's hot.
0: <laughs> but he never says hot. He either says like pretty or like fox. He calls her like the night, like it's super 80s, like foxy. Um. Well, we Lisa makes a return from the other books, and so does Corey for a little bit.
1: Corey and and I think Met Metcalf, met, uh, David Metcalf, Metcalf. Yeah.
0: yeah, he's in one scene. Well, he's in one and a half scenes, right? Um, and then the other character is Shannon.
1: Oh, we've met Shannon before. Yes,
0: she's she's the like the wasn't it like the hot girl and new girl or whatever?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah, she was like the one with the brother that got shot.
1: Right. And so uh Kara Mark just moved into town, they said in September mm-hmm. and then uh she's not been introduced to yeah. so, so he
0: has this like cabal of characters to pull from and makes three whole ass new characters. Which fine. But like at the end of this book, these three new characters go they're not on Fear they're not in the Fear Street books anymore, right? Yeah. Like they're they're they leave town.
1: Yeah. Kara and Mark, they're like, "Oh, we're always moving around," and then at the end, they're like, "Oh, we're moving out of town again."
0: And and, and Gina's like, "I got moved upstate."
1: <laughs> She's like, "I'm moving in with my mom." Goodbye, I'm going everybody. to Boston.
0: <laughs> and like, I'm like, okay, why introduce it? And I get it, right? Like, you want to have this stuff, but like, I don't know, like how many other fucking characters are like what, like twenty? I feel like there's so many other characters to pull. I mean, from.
1: there's at least. You know, two or three grades worth of high schoolers to pull from, depending on how big this town is.
0: It just feels really early to be pulling the, like, new kids that we can just get rid of at the end of the book. Right. To me, personally. And I know these are, like, an anthology thing. They're not in a technically, like, a series. Um, but, like, come on. I don't know. I, I just find, I find it lazy. Um, but anyway... Uh, and they, they've they moved six times in eight years. Um, they're pretty well off. Yeah. Because they describe living in like a really high end apartment in Brooklyn in the 90s. Yes. So like, because they were the whole book, they're bitching about two things. Besides their parents, they're bitching about two things. How fucking old the house is, which is so annoying and so fucking a pri- so privileged. It pissed me off every time they brought they're it
1: like, up. They're like the floor squeaks when you walk on it.
0: <laughs> uh. Someone probably died here. They said that at one point. I'm like, okay. <laughs> old houses exist. It's an exist. old house. <laughs> um, and then the weather. He, fucking Bob couldn't shut up about the weather in this book. And I was like, okay, I get it. They're from Ohio. They're from the Midwest. Like,
1: And they're like, it's November. It's cold. What the if, fuck?
0: If they're from like Brooklyn, like New York, it gets cold there.
1: Yeah, they, they live on like the same... <laughs> Like jet stream as we do, so they get relatively the same weather as we do in the I mean, Midwest. Get,
0: we just get it longer, and it's like it, I mean, we if the Midwest gets fucked. They, it gets fucking cold, but like it's November. Granted, like November is so warm compared to like January, right? In the Midwest, like you could almost wear shorts. That's how nice it is out, like.
1: Right, it's like t-shirt jeans weather.
0: <laughs> they talk about it so much that I was having retail flashbacks. It was like every other page I felt like. You could see your breath out in the... Yes, I get it.
1: <laughs> it's chilly. It's November, it's chilly. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Talk about anything else. Your parents are gone, you fucking psychos. Um. Anyway, uh, also Mark is really into archery. It comes back in later in the end of the book, really. But yeah. he, he fucking is an archery freak. That's what she says.
1: Yeah, like, anytime he's, like, any kind of stressed, he just, like, goes outside and shoots arrows into a tree until he has to do something else.
0: Uh, and his mom hates it. Yes. <laughs> don't know why. He never explains it. Yep. Their mom sounds like a piece of shit. I'm, I'm yeah. going to get into it right now, if you don't got something and to say.
1: And Kara, Kara describes uh, their mom as, like, they have young parents, and her mom, like, she's like straight up is like yeah my parents care too much about like being cool and young and not like so much about taking care of us
0: sometimes mom tries extra hard to sound like a mom I think it I think because it doesn't come naturally to her that's a direct quote from the book on like we don't even know this bitch's name yet and she's trauma dumping on us like sweetie let's unpack that for a second right
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> Amazing.
0: Um, oh yeah, I also mentioned that during that party, Kara says that Gina has a good bod, which is so stupidly late eighties that I couldn't write it down. I could not write it down.
1: Yeah, she was like, she's like, <laughs> I can't, I can't keep talking about how Kara calls like everybody like attractive, like literally almost everybody. In she's the just boat. horny. Yeah,
0: which is fine, but like, relax,
1: like. Christ
0: <laughs> we get it um, oh and then at the end of the party a, a cop shows up yeah but and doesn't doesn't break the party up
1: no he doesn't break the party up he's just like hey your parents home and she's like oh like the party's coming to an end you don't have to worry about the noise he's like cool but like are your parents <laughs> home and she's like no actually they're working late you know he's <laughs> like all right well here's my phone number
0: my name's Captain Faraday yeah <laughs> And then he walks away and she's like, that's weird.
1: She's like, we better break up the party. (laughs) Also, wasn't in a squad car and was wearing like, he was wearing chinos and like a regular shirt. Yeah. Not even like in a cop uniform. (laughs) This
0: fucking, I, it's just the horror movie trope where you just gotta be, you gotta make dumb decisions.
1: And she's like, huh, he's in a regular car to catch speedsters.
0: Yeah, there was a robbery three three doors down. That's why he's here. Okay. Yeah, someone's robbing on Fear Street. The street that everyone's afraid of. <laughs> For sure, Gina. <laughs> I mean, Kara, sorry. Again, up to this point, I had to go back and control F to find... Like, every time I was referencing her, because I was just calling her main character. I had to go back and, like, control F, replace Kara on all of those. Because... <laughs> It makes me so mad when a book doesn't tell me who the fuck I'm I'm reading. Right. Like, also, if I'm confused, I'm not stupid. <laughs> if I'm confused in a book, something, it's either the book's doing it on purpose or it's not a good book. Because, um, like, that's why I couldn't finish Catch-22. I was so fucking confused reading that goddamn book. <laughs> and that's the point. Um, but I just gave up. I was like, I'm getting mad. <laughs> And this book gave me similar things. Like, I didn't really understand what was going on until, like, chapter six.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was it was really weird. And it wasn't even, like,
0: unreliable narrator kind of thing. Because they're not, none of them, other people are drinking, but they're not drinking. Right. They're getting, they're sleeping.
1: Yeah. So, eventually, everybody goes home. She's like, oh, our parents still aren't home. So, like, let's just give them a call
0: yeah and they call and then there's no the phone's cut
1: yeah the phone line is cut or, or there's no dial tone she's like weird all right time to go to bed
0: that happens like six times in this book yeah and they never explain why it keeps happening
1: i think somebody is like cutting the power like the phone line because nobody else on the street is doing that
0: everyone yeah but everyone else's phone's working
1: yeah because they're cutting the phone line to the house
0: so then they're just coming back and fixing it, and then it gets cut again?
1: Yeah. But, like, you would think at some point the phone company would be like, hey, somebody is cutting your cord.
0: It's the it's the 90s, dude. They don't. They let their kids, they don't even come home for two days. Their parents have done this before. Would you imagine leaving your kids for a day, let alone two? No. And I get it, they're in high school, but, like. They don't even know how to cook food. Yeah. They get to a point in the book where they got they got to cook food and they just have, they just don't have food in the house.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's no food in the house. They're like, we're going to have cereal for breakfast, but there's no milk. So we're going to pour Coke on it. Coca-Cola and corn flakes. It like,
0: I don't know Bob's upbringing. <laughs> if it was from like a poor family or like abuse, or if he was just like, so doesn't know what it's like. Like, that is so abusive, and it's, like, he, they never, it's never addressed.
1: Yeah, no, the fact that these kids are being, are, <sighs> like, and they don't even recognize that they're, like, neglected. No. Because they're so used to it that that their parents are gone 24-7 and that there's no food in the house and that they have no, like, discernible life skills
0: and there's like a random man that lives in their house too.
1: Yeah, and they say that every time they move there's a different man in their house.
0: I was convinced that they were that Bob was doing like a swinger or polycule thing.
1: I didn't know what he was doing.
0: <laughs> I mean, it makes sense at the end. I mean, it still anyway, okay, it still doesn't make sense at the end, but they explain it. Like they explain why there's men there's a random strangers in their house. Right. Um seriously, there's like so many like fake outs in this book.
1: Yeah, that's what I was. I was like all of the like red herrings and and twists and shit that like because
0: they did that in the other books. But it would be like and then like uh like Mr. Fuckhead falls over and they go up to him and his head's beat busted open like it's like remember in the last one. Yeah, he gets hit over the head. And, like, it seems like it's going to be, like, a fake away, but, like, something actually happened. Like, what? What? Why? Yeah. Like, I get, like, I think it's supposed to, like, describe them as jumpy. But if this has happened multiple times, like, wouldn't they be used to this? As someone who comes from, like, abusive and neglective parents, you get used to it. It stops shocking you.
1: Well, I don't think this situation has ever happened before. They're just used to their parents taking off and not saying anything. They're like, they're used to their parents saying, hey, we're leaving for a few days.
0: Sure, yeah.
1: And that's about it. And like this, the random men that live in their house. And they're like, I guess my parents are just generous and like to have college students around. Weird.
0: Yeah. It's like a college student and he's like extremely handsome and Which, like lives in their attic. Yeah,
1: Kara also is like, He's pretty hot. Yeah. Again.
0: And they go to and they go to their parents' room cuz Roger's like, "Did you check their room?"
1: He's like, "Uh, did they leave a note?" And he's like being really weird. Yeah. And, and he's, sweaty.
0: He's supposed to be like their distant cousin, too.
1: Yeah.
0: And he's like super sweaty and being weird.
1: Like all of a sudden, he's like he's like, "Ooh, your parents are gone." Okay. And then they're like, no, like they normally like, you know, they they leave a note on the fridge. You know, they're very by the book. And he's like, OK. And then they like leave. And then they're like, oh, we, we are going to check the, our parents room, actually, because this is really weird because our phone lines are cut and we don't have their phone number to call them at work. And so they go and like the bed is a mess.
0: And it scares Kara.
1: And she like screams because the bed is like. <laughs> Not made,
0: and that's when it switches to Mark's perce- perce- perception or whatever. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and he's like, "What's wrong with you?"
0: He's like, "says What's wrong, Kara?" And I literally went,
1: "Fucking finally!" He's like, "It's hard for brother." We actually at this point we didn't even know her gender until he's like, "Brothers and sisters." It's <laughs> like, okay, so it's your sister. What's her name, Kara? All right. <laughs>
0: And they look below the curtain and there's little feetsies. <laughs> and they start freaking out and it cuts again. It cuts again.
1: Yeah, it cuts again. After and like, it's a whole chapter of them freaking out about the bed not being made. It's Roger. And it's Roger. He's behind the curtain. He's just hiding behind the curtain. <laughs> like a fucking Scooby-Doo villain. Yeah. <laughs> he's just standing there and, and so like mark is ready to fight him and he like pulls back the curtain roger's like uh <laughs> and they're like what are you doing He's like i came down here to see if there's a note they're like why are you behind and the curtain they we're just
0: in the kitchen <laughs> he told him to come up here and look why would he go up here i was so mad i'm like what is this is this guy
1: why would he hide from them he could just be like i'm looking for a note yeah
0: like they think they're family (laughs) white men will do anything but go to therapy
1: he's like i'm looking for a note and they're like why are you behind the curtain he's (laughs) like i don't he's like i was looking out the window and they're like
0: What's in your hand? And he's like, my Walkman. And he's then like, my runs Walkman. out of the room. And
1: then he, they're like, you don't have headphones. He's like, no, I forgot them. <laughs> and they're like, why are you like behind there? He's like, I didn't hear you guys come in. He's like, <laughs> they're like, you didn't hear us talking? He's like, no. <laughs> and
0: then runs, out of, the room, <laughs> he runs out of the room. And they're like, all right. <laughs> and then they're they... like,
1: Roger, that guy.
0: Uh, and then, like, one of the kids just, like, lays on the bed dramatically, and then they find a carved monkey skull that's, like, cold. Like, it burns their hand. It's so cold.
1: Right. It's a cold little monkey skull, and it's smiling, and it has, like, sapphire eyes or something. It's, it's rhinestones. Oh, rhinestones. Whatever. <laughs> and they're like, hmm, weird.
0: And they're like, oh, my God, there's a gray van outside. This fucking gray van.
1: Yeah, truly. Like they and then,
0: solved all their problems just by walking up to the gray man.
1: Right. And then uh they're just like, "All right, we're going to go to bed."
0: This this seems to radiate evil and he just like throws it back on the bed. Yeah. Like so chapter 6 and 7 is f- should have been one chapter. It's a, it's so fucking annoying cuz like Mark and Gina talk forever. Like about nothing. I read it, and I read it twice, and I'm like, what was the point of this? Fucking conversation. <laughs> but Mark wakes up, and it doesn't even wake up. Mark can't sleep. It's like at 2 a.m., and he goes to his window. And then he sees Roger running across the lawn and hops into the van. Right. While two dogs go, oh.
1: <gasps> yeah. Also, the monkey skull is on his bedside table now, and he's like, well, I don't remember bringing it in here. Why? Why was it in there? I don't know. They never explained that. No. And I, then he, like, throws the monkey skull again. Like, he just, like, throws it across the room.
0: And I was convinced it was going to be a werewolf story or something. Like, their parents turn into werewolves.
1: I, I could not. I don't remember this one at all.
0: Because, like, they were talking, they kept mentioning howls and stuff. And they're like, that doesn't sound like a dog. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, so they're going to be werewolves. Cool. And this, this like, skull thing is, like, a curse that their parents found. And now they're, they're cursed to be werewolves or something. <laughs> no, spoiler alert, it's not cool like that. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a better story in my head. It's so...
1: Even the conclusion is pretty fucking confusing. It would
0: have been cool if they fucking showed anything about it. Anything at all.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll get we'll touch on that.
0: <laughs> we got to get through a lot of stupid shit first. Yeah, we do. Um Let's see. Then he's like, "Oh, it's time to go to Roger's room now. I saw him climb into a van. It's time to go to Roger's room." This motherfucker must have super speed.
1: Just truly Yeah, Roger is so fucking fast.
0: Because he goes, like, before he can even make it up the first step to go see if Roger's up there. Roger's behind him, like...
1: And sweating.
0: Sorry, I was going for a walk.
1: He's like, hey, what are you doing?
0: Go to my room, fucker.
1: And he's like, no, I'm going to the bathroom. He's like, literally, it's over there. He's like, what are you doing?
0: and then more useless talk later after he like with him and Gina and Gina's like I'm gonna confront him and I'm like fucking finally you mean Kara what did I say Gina yeah okay Kara
1: basically it's just him and Kara arguing back and forth what they're gonna do about their missing parents she's like we should call the police and he's like okay if you want
0: yeah what are the fucking pigs gonna do shoot our dog (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> Don't talk about dogs. Oh, yeah, there is. Not in this book.
0: <laughs> yeah, Bob. <laughs>
1: no, no, no. No, 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 no. No?
0: Usually, usually Bob kills cats, so we're excited to get there. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he does. In the Goosebumps book, there's a lot of cat death. Yeah, there A lot is. of cat slander. Um, so they're like, okay, we're going to go talk to Roger. So they go up to his room, and Roger's not there. And they're like, oh, he must be at class.
1: Yeah. And then... Mark's like, well, it's way too early for him to be at class. So we're just going to snoop through all of his shit.
0: So I don't blame them.
1: Right. And then Kara's like, look at this notebook's empty. And he's like, okay, it's an empty notebook. And, and she's then, like, all of his notebooks are and empty. the
0: textbooks don't look like they've been opened.
1: Yeah. She's she's like, he has all of these school supplies that have never been used. Yeah.
0: And they're like checking under the bed and there's no like posters or like, there's like three books on the bookshelf. Like.
1: <laughs> and then. She goes through his underwear drawer and finds a gun. And she's like, "Ah, "She's like a gun." And then Roger comes back. He's like, "What are you guys doing?"
0: Well, first off, Mark's like, "Fucking chill, just a gun."
1: He's like, "Yeah."
0: Like this, I mean, first of all, this is America. I don't know if it was weird for guns to exist in the nineties, but I don't think so. (laughs) They're in Ohio.
1: I feel like guns have always existed in America.
0: I don't know. I don't again I don't, I don't know. I don't know anything basically before 9/11. That's like where my like history of like everything before that was must have been like a fantasy land. <laughs> um but like uh, yeah, and then Rogers like, "You guys snooping?" "You guys snooping?"
1: And they're like, "No." And he's like, "Then why are you in here?"
0: And he goes, "We were looking for you." And then they just like awkwardly leave.
1: Yep. He's like, "Okay, you and, found me." And I'm like,
0: "Roger, you can't be mad. You've been doing the same thing, you fucking weirdo." <laughs> and they're like, "Okay, let's let's call her. Let's call our parents' work." Phone's still dead.
1: And they're like, "Huh. Let's go
0: to Mrs. Fisher's house.
1: To a neighbor's house and use her phone. She's like, "That's weird. My phone's not out."
0: Yeah, and like they're talking to her and Mrs. Fisher gets weird.
1: She, I, And, yeah.
0: <laughs> She's, like, washing dishes that are already clean. She's, like, smoking a cigarette, kinda. And, she, like, Kara makes the phone call and it doesn't even, like, a, a voicemail or switchboard doesn't even pick up.
1: Yeah. Like, the it's almost <laughs> like the phone line itself doesn't exist.
0: So then she calls the phone company and they're like, oh, that's weird. You're the only one that's having that issue.
1: But they're like, we'll send a tech out, though.
0: And I'm like, okay, great. This isn't going to be an entire thing for the whole book, is it now? So, spoiler. <laughs> and then Karen like, turns around and was like, Mrs. Fisher. And she's just gone. Yeah. She just left this strange woman, this strange little kid in her house. And literally she's gone. And you never see her again in the whole book.
1: No, you never do. What was the point of that? Uh, I think she's part of the group. And she was listening.
0: Oh, she was part of like the bad thing at the end.
1: Yes. They, But they never even pay that off. Yeah, I know.
0: I'm mad. <laughs> I'm more mad now because that would have that been good if he did that. Right. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to talk about, they start with the weather again in chapter nine. So if you want to hop into that. <laughs>
1: Hop into the weather. God damn, it's fucking cold and it's rainy. I don't know. It's November. I don't know what to tell you, man.
0: I wrote, I fucking get it. It's November and it hasn't got cold yet. It's the fucking Midwest, Bob. (laughs) Please stop, Bob. For the love of God, please, Bob. It's all in
1: caps. (laughs) (laughs) So then they're like, "Let's go." She's like, "She's like, well, they're not answering." So let's show up to their work, uh, which is a government site. And she's like, she goes there and she's like, hey, let's go to this town, two towns over and visit our parents at work. And Mark's like, I got a math test and I kind of wanted to hang out with Gina. And she's like, our parents are more important.
0: And he's like, are they? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, he's right.
1: He's like, also, how are we supposed to get there? We don't have a car and there's no bus.
0: And they're like, oh my God, my parents' car is still in the garage.
1: Why wouldn't you fucking
0: check that first?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know.
0: I was pissed when that happened.
1: Yeah. It really didn't make a lot of sense.
0: I mean, I guess it does later. Then Then they finally confront the gray van as they're pulling away. Right. And the guy is just like creepily sitting in the car smiling like a sociopath.
1: Right and they're like hey what are you doing he's like ah uh he's like i'm just sitting here and they're like are you waiting for roger And he's like i don't know who roger is
0: and kara's like god he has so many rows of sharp teeth and i'm like
1: huh a, like sparkling white sharp teeth rose though. she said rose and rose
0: like what is this a meat canyon ca- cartoon what the fuck is this i don't know What's wrong? It's supposed to be like, Kara's unreliable. But like, why?
1: What? I don't know. That's never even paid off. Kara's not even really that unreliable. She just like is anxious. Yeah, because she's been neglected her whole life. (laughs)
0: Literally, literally, like her mom bullies her all the time. I know. Like she mentions it in one of the few chapters. I know. That her mom, like, I don't know, remember exactly what it was. That she doesn't have friends or something. And it's her fucking fault. It's her mom's fault she doesn't have friends. Right. She's like, what's the point of making friends when we're going to move in fucking eight months? <laughs> I don't blame her. There's no internet. <laughs> There's no fucking internet. What are you going to do, call someone? Okay. We saw how well that worked out New Girl. <laughs> so, yeah. So then they drive to this government facility And, like, it has armed guards, and, like, they they just spend so much time going into this building.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of, who are you? We're the Burroughs. Who's that? Who are you here to see? Our parents, the (laughs) Burroughs. We don't know anybody now by the name of Burroughs.
0: And the armed guard lets them in?
1: let's them in anyway. Why? And like I said, this is a military base where they're making aircraft for the government.
0: Like experimental weapons and shit. Like I don't I don't understand. Like was it supposed to be like like a a clue? A
1: clue that what? I don't I guess I it, I think that's just supposed to be another red herring and it's like it's like <laughs>
0: We're, like, trying to fill in the gaps. But there's so many... And I get it. Like, in horror movies, you're supposed to, like... In horror books and stuff, you're kind of... You're kind of supposed to just be, like, accepting and stuff. And I am. I read so much horror media, don't I?
1: Yes. So, up to a certain point in this book, I thought that, like, their parents were bad guys and on the run because they, like, kidnapped these kids or something. Like, that was my, <laughs> that been like... a
0: way better story.
1: <laughs> like, that was my whole thought is that like they were werewolves like the burrows like that's not even their name is what my thought was
0: (laughs) there's this extended scene where they're standing in front of the secretary who keeps taking five to six minute calls and he goes over it like three times yeah how she keeps doing that
1: how she keeps answering the phone and not helping them and just talking on the phone for three minutes
0: and then they're like oh the CEO wants to talk to you
1: yeah she was like (laughs) she was like who are you here to see and they're like, the Burroughs. And it's like, ring, ring, hang on, I gotta take this. And like, she'll just have a conversation and be like, all right, well, who who are you here to see? And they're like, the Burroughs. And then she's like, I don't know who that is. And they're like, look in your computer. And she's like, there's nobody in the computer. So
0: like, that would have worked great for like a television episode. That tense scene. That doesn't work for books. No. <laughs> Unless you're actually like having them describing everything. But Kara is just kind of like, having a panic attack but not describing herself having a panic attack
1: she's just sitting there and then mark is is like pacing in circles (laughs) because he's pissed yeah
0: mark is so mad in this whole book and i don't blame him and kara acts like he's a fucking idiot for being mad and i'm like are kara
1: also the fact that she keeps calling mark stupid and that like he never gets his her jokes and when whenever you're in mark's perspective and she makes like offhand jokes that like aren't really funny and he kind of just looks at her like that's not funny and she's like he just didn't get the joke because he's stupid
0: yeah it's like she's a she fucking is a redditor or something yeah like no you just made a joke about your parents being dead and he's scared it's not funny okay that's a joke you make after everything's solved that's like a joke you make later yeah (laughs) as someone who makes like kind of dark joke sometimes, right? Like nothing like racy or anything, but like who makes it, he'll make a dark joke here and there, right? Right. There's a time and place for them in the middle of a stressful situation. Not a good time to be making a joke. (laughs) Uh, Basically they have a fucking 10 page conversation with the CEO and the CEO doesn't know anything. Uh, He doesn't act suspicious, doesn't act scary, uh, seems to genuinely want to help them.
1: And Kara, again, is like, he's really charming and kind of handsome. I can see how he ended up in this position at such a young age.
0: (laughs) Everyone she accuses of lying isn't actually lying. Everyone she doesn't accuse of lying is actually lying. Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) Except the guy in the van is the only person that she's like, that guy's lying. Because he's obviously lying. (laughs) He won't even look at them in the eyes. That's how much he's lying. Um. Then they leave. They they explain themselves leaving again.
1: And they're like we're disappointed. They're, or, at, or.
0: they're at the fucking park. And they're going over clues. And they Mark tries to call home from a payphone. No, they go back to school.
1: Yeah, they go back to school after <laughs> skipping like all of their morning classes.
0: And no one talks to them or or confronts them about that.
1: Yeah. One person's like, "Ah, I just sleep in." Ha <laughs> ha
0: cory cory yeah, says cory
1: <laughs> and then he's like oh Gina's not here i wanted to talk to her as,
0: as cory left it just made me long for a book where i'm just reading what cory's
1: doing <laughs> right we stand cory
0: and the only thing he's bad at is understanding his girlfriend <laughs> but you know he tries
1: <laughs> i mean he is only like what like 16 maybe 17
0: <laughs> and he's dating his childhood best friend they call home, and Roger's like, hi, gotta go, and then hangs up again.
1: Which he does that all the time. Like, anytime they're like talk to him, they're like, you're being suspicious. No, I'm not. All right, gotta go.
0: And then he, like, looney tunes out of there.
1: But then he calls Gina, because she's not there. Oh, you
0: know, hold on. No, he talks about how she tastes first.
1: Oh, yes. Very weird.
0: And I wrote, like, who is this book for? That's what I wrote. I was like...
1: <laughs> I don't want to touch on it, man.
0: Like how her like lips taste and like, okay, like, yeah, you think about what you're like, obviously, but like, why is he saying that?
1: Why are you describing a, an actual child thinking that? Uh, I understand uh, that it's realistic, but like, Cause come like, on, man, that's not necess- that's not necessary was so for the out story. Of pocket. It was
0: so out of pocket. Like, it, he just starts thinking about it. And he's like, yeah, I miss what she tastes like. And I'm like, bro, chill. <laughs> yeah and then and then mark gets home and then you want you could say what
1: mark gets home and he calls gina and he's like hey what's up and she's bawling like sobbing so hard that he can hardly understand what he's she's saying and she's breaking up with him yeah and then after he hangs up he was like she sounds really scared and is bawling it's definitely not related to what's going on with my parents or anything.
0: I, again, I don't blame him because I was confused. I was confused. And what in any way has Gina been involved in anything?
1: No, she hasn't been involved with anything.
0: All we've, we've, just, we've just heard. Except that
1: the parents don't like her.
0: Okay. Yeah, but they also did this. So like. Right. It seems that they're not as predictable as they like to say they are.
1: Two dudes will change the podcast world
0: hey do you like movies do you like silly goof times do you like getting deep for no reason randomly over anything then you should come watch so you finally watched with me Nort, and me matthew where we take turns watching movies the other hasn't seen like breakfast club avengers endgame harry potter and wayne's world so grab some popcorn, crack open a sodi pop, and sit down for some movie talk every other Thursday on the Encounter Code Network. Hell yeah. Kara calls Captain Faraday and they're like, We haven't even heard of him in ten chapters.
1: Yeah, it's the cop hey. from the beginning.
0: And they're like, hey, my parents are missing. Um, here's all other some other information, like basically everything they found
1: and he's like oh okay like stay there like I'll send a squad guy out like you just stay where you are and and you know I'll be out to help you or, or one of my guys will
0: and then they hear and she hears a click and she's like Roger's listening yeah which obviously he is
1: duh and she like <laughs> storms up there and she's like were you listening to my phone conversation he's like uh he's like
0: he's like fake he's acting like he's knitting <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's, like, fake sleeping like this. <gasps> me, 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 <laughs> me. Me, 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 In,
0: like, full, like, jeans.
1: <laughs> On top of the covers. <laughs>
0: yeah. And <then> she's, <laughs> like... And then, like, they're finally, like,
1: Hey, you're being weird. Where's my
0: parents? You're listening to me? and snooping? You got a gun?
1: And he's, like, oh, yes, it was... <laughs> Immediately, like, he's, like, yes, it was a gift from my father. He was a cop. And told me to keep it to protect myself
0: <laughs> and I'm like okay that didn't seem like it was recited at all <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then like they walk away and Kara's like that guy's a bad liar and I'm like okay she's starting to catch on a little bit I guess but like it obviously wasn't Roger right Because <laughs> he seems just as concerned as they are
1: yeah Like he's worried, like he's freaking out. And she just doesn't seem to be catching on that he's being weird because he's panicking that her parents are gone.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And the chapter ends with uh, Kara like following him to wherever he's going.
1: And it's like literally just a coffee shop.
0: Uh, We're not there yet because after Kara leaves... Their phone line works again. I I don't they never explain it.
1: Cuz the tech went out there that day and fixed it. I know, but they never they never fucking
0: acknowledge it. They never acknowledge it. It's like it's like he like wrote a, like four different stories and just combined them. And and then Gina calls back. And she's like, "I got something to tell you, Mac."
1: Mac. And he's like, what do you need to tell me? And then like click like there's the... a
0: struggle. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And he's
1: like, I gotta get to Gina. <laughs> After he was told to stay there because the squad car is coming.
0: <laughs> um yeah, so so Kara follows um we'll we'll just we'll do Kara first and then we'll hop to Mark because they're okay. doing it at the same time.
1: And Kara's is much less intense than what Mark is doing.
0: Yeah, Mark's is, Mark says Mark should have just been the main character if I'm be honest with you. Can Bob yeah. just not write women? Is that the issue? I think so. Kara is the best woman he's wrote, honestly. And she still is like, compared to Mark, she's like bad. Right. And I and I love female characters and main characters and stuff. Like almost in every show, like one of the my favorite characters is usually a woman. So I don't think it's like me being like sexist either because I was worried about that, that I was like, oh, I must just not like it because it's a girl. And then like I went and reread like, I don't know, like Spider-Gwen issue one. And I was like, oh, okay, no. (laughs) This isn't the issue. Um, I watched a couple uh, Toga scenes from My Hero Academia. And I was like, okay, no, it's not the women I'm mad at. (laughs) Um,
1: Kara takes off and she's following Roger. And she keeps, again, complaining about how, because it's raining, about how wet and cold it is. It's November. All right so they make it to the coffee shop and she's like oh there's not a lot of people in there i better like hide while i'm in here and so she's like hiding behind the booths watching roger and then he goes up and he's talking to this guy the guy from the from the van obviously they know each other We already knew that we already knew that and she's like it is the guy from the van They were both lying to me.
0: I better leave now.
1: I better get going. And so, because like the waitress is also looking at her like, what the fuck are you doing? And then she like just straight stands up and turns around. And then Roger's like, oh, hey, Kara. And she's like, darn it. fooled."
0: He's like, good disguise.
1: (laughs) She literally just put her hood up on her hoodie. That was her (laughs) disguise.
0: I I don't think I just think Roger didn't see her at first because he was such in such a panic. Right. To get um like to the coffee shop. Which I mean, I'm assuming that Walkman was like a walkie-talkie. Why isn't he just using the the walkie-talkie?
1: I assumed it was some sort of recording device, but I don't know. It could be either, I guess. And they they never explain it. Yeah, they never touch base on what the Walkman was or, like, the not-Walkman.
0: And then, uh, cutting back to Mark, he's like, I'll cut through Fear Street Woods. Why? Why would you do that? Like, even if it wasn't a haunted woods, right? Like, why would you walk through a woods that, one, you don't know very well or at all? Two... That, like, your parents are missing, so something's happening. And, like, three, like, they literally describe, like, people getting murdered and stuff. And they, like,
1: Also, he has the car now. He could just take the car. <laughs> and it would probably be faster,
0: because his her house is on, like, the other side of Fear Street Woods. Because he lives on Fear Street, and she lives on, like, Copperbrook Road or whatever. Right. Which is, like, on the other side of Fear Street, on the other side of the Fear Street Woods. They never say how big the Fear Street Woods are.
1: No, but it's like woods, woods.
0: Yeah, it's like a forest almost. Um, so he's yeah, he's like walking and like the flashlight's dying, and then he says, "Oh, I just let my eyes get attuned to the dark, and it was at, you can see it well." And I was like, "Oh, they're fucking werewolves!" I was convinced at this point. I was like, "Oh, they're fucking <laughs> werewolves!" I can't see that. I can't see it all in the dark.
1: And then the moon comes out,
0: dude. I can't see it at all in the dark.
1: Not even when your eyes adjust to the dark? No. I mean You can't, like, see in the dark, see in the dark. It's not like you have night vision.
0: I can't see my hands.
1: I mean, your eyes adjust to the darkness. Honey, they don't.
0: My eyes cannot see in the dark. I'm not.
1: Maybe you should see a doctor. I have,
0: and they say I don't have dark vision. Like, it's from my my messed up eyes. But I forget that, like, other people's eyes are better.
1: Austin can't (laughs) drive at night, by the way. He, like, can't see anything. I,
0: I do drive at night, though. I'm fine. (laughs) <laughs> just have to have the high beams on. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I'll
0: have to have cataract surgery probably at some point.
1: I think they should just pluck out your eyeballs and give you new ones, man. I won't
0: give robot eyes. that would be cool. Then I can make them purple <gasps> or rainbow, Ooh. so everyone would know I'm gay. Fun. They could. Can, they can't tell looking at me. So no. The <laughs> painted nails and mustache doesn't give it away.
1: No. the florals (laughs) I like flower (laughs) he's running through the woods and he's like I hear footsteps behind me he's like he like stops for a second he's like oh yeah those are definitely footsteps behind me and like takes off running he's like i don't know what it is making me run so fast it must be my fear it's like yeah babes you're getting an adrenaline an adrenaline rush
0: because yeah, you're, you're a werewolf
1: he's a werewolf he's not a werewolf
0: it'd be way better if he was
1: uh he's running and then he's like all of a sudden i'm falling he's like i could tell it was a trap right away i just he, he falls into a fucking pit
0: i'm yeah i pit someone dug yeah He <laughs> never explained that by the way
1: no they never did
0: and there's a dog, a there's rabid a... dog, and he and gets in a fight with a dog.
1: And it's like, it's like genuinely a mean dog. He's like, he's like trying to be like, go home, go home, little puppy, go home. And the dog's like. <laughs>
0: and like spiting him and shit. <laughs> um, And then he tries to climb up and his big ass falls backwards onto the dog.
1: And the dog's like, Urf, and he's like, ah, he's like, I want to put this dog in a jungle
0: and fucking breaks its neck.
1: He does. He breaks its neck on purpose.
0: I mean, don't blame him. The dog was trying to kill him. But
1: yeah, he's like, he's like, all right. He's like, I just got to keep pulling. He's he... like, this is what's working. This is what's getting it to stop and then snap. And he's like, well, shit, I,
0: I saw the life leave its eyes. And I said, yeah,
1: you killed it. And, like, he, uh, he feels guilty, like, the rest of the book. He's yeah. like, man.
0: Even though he was justified, like, this dog was going to kill him.
1: Yeah. He's like, he's like, I took a life. And then he, like, touches the collar, and there's that little white monkey head on it again. <laughs> yes. This is, like, the 12th time it's shown up.
0: Dog, yeah, the fucking monkey head. I just kept talking about the fucking dog, and then he just stops at some point. He gets over it, and I was, I've appreciated it that he got over it at some point. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then he gets to Gina's house finally. And he starts to climb like the rose classic like 90s the trellis. trellis. They don't even do trellises anymore?
1: Yeah, I have a trellis. It's a garden trellis. I'm
0: talking about, like the big house-wide trellises. Oh.
1: Uh, you know what? I don't know. I
0: haven't seen them in a long time.
1: I-, I think they're cool.
0: Yeah, but you know, in the winter they look fucking ugly though
1: true
0: um so yeah he climbs it and he cuts his hand and falls
1: yeah because it's november so there's no like roses left it's just the thorns so he falls he busts his <laughs> shit and then he climbs again climbs again <laughs>
0: fucking no reason it was just to scare you
1: and then he keeps knocking on the window and she's not answering and so he just like opens the window he's like okay cool it's unlocked and is bleeding profusely everywhere and she's not there, and he's like, "Oh, dang!
0: I better open her panty drawer and grab one of her knee-high socks, <laughs> and like he- wraps it up."
1: Yeah, he he just he genuinely he, he lo- wasn't being creepy. No, but, he wasn't like, being creepy. They
0: just he didn't have to describe that there was panties in the drawer, right? I just- he just he
1: looked for the first thing to wrap his hand, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna grab a sock."
0: And he's this- just like looking at her room, and he's like, "Oh, she has a picture of me up between Brad Pitt and Johnny Depp." <laughs>
1: he's like oh yeah i get he's like i don't know what he's looking for exactly he's like just looking through her shit i guess waiting for her to come back up
0: uh and he waits for a little bit and then her dad comes in the room yeah with a gun
1: with a gun because obviously he's like oh shit he's like oh it's you mark Uh, also this dad is not being as fucking mean as he should be he's like Cause he's aware that him and his daughter just broke up, and now her like ex boyfriend is sitting in her room bleeding, and he's just like, "Oh, Mark, I could
0: have shot you, Mark."
1: He's like, "Marky, next time you should have just knocked on the door." Yeah, Gina's is still upset with you, but like,
0: I'm sorry that it happened. He's like, "She's kind of a crazy bitch."
1: He's like, "Do you want me to wrap your hand up for you?"
0: My daughter's a psycho. He basically says that.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: And then he like runs out of the room. Basically, he runs out of the house basically. Yeah.
1: He's like, "All right, Mark, see you later."
0: Um It's like it I'm,
1: ma- he's it, like I'm sorry all of this stuff is happening to you.
0: It makes sense why he was nice at at the end at least. It's like the only re- like the reason he's being weird, but it makes sense why he's being weird at yeah. least. Um This I I this last this last part's so blurry. To me, like Kara walks home and almost gets hit by Faraday, right?
1: Uh, no, he's like following her and like doesn't pull up next to her until she like turns around to confront whoever's in the car. He's like, Oh, hey, it's me. And she's like, What are you doing?
0: Get in my car, and she's like,
1: Okay, <laughs> yep, yep.
0: And then he takes her home, and that's it, right? <laughs> yeah. Um and then like it and he's, ti- he's
1: like oh tell me everything that everything else you've learned
0: and she does and then it time jumps a little bit like a day yeah it time jumps a day and they're coming home from school or something I I I like at some point I stopped taking notes because I wasn't at my desk and I was just like hanging out with the kids while they were watching Bluey so I was just reading the book so I didn't have my phone to like take notes so.
1: So they're like they're like, Oh, we know who would have like our parents direct line like to the company and they're like, It's Wally, some dude fucking named Wally. <laughs> and so they go to Wally's house and, and he's town like, over. And he's like, Hey, what are you guys selling? Like just a, a suburban dad. And they're like, We're not selling anything and he, he's, they're like, Do you have our parents direct line? And he's like, oh, yeah, I got it right here in in the company directory. He's like, here you go. He's like, I haven't seen them in a couple days. He's like, but we're working in different divisions right now. He's like, love those guys.
0: And then it shows that they were they were um, on the directory like they work at this place.
1: They do work at this place, despite what everybody else at the company was telling them.
0: So it basically proves that the CEO was lying to them. Yes. But like they don't. They don't put that together. What no. they say is like, oh, our parents weren't lying to us. Yes. And I'm like, okay, well, sure.
1: I think somebody does come to that conclusion later. They're like, oh. Yeah, at the reveal probably. They're like, oh, the CEO is lying to us. Weird.
0: Um, They get back home and the, the top attic lights left on.
1: Yes. And they're like, oh, Roger must be home. So let's go like... Check on Roger.
0: And Roger's fucking dead. He's dead. He's so dead. There's an arrow in his back. Yeah. An arrow.
1: Yep. Because, you know, Mark's an archer. And then popping out from behind the door, Faraway's like, you killed him, Mark. I can't
0: believe you killed him, Mark.
1: Oh, my gosh. You fucking psycho. You're quite the archer, Mark. And they're like, what is going on?
0: How did he even get the range to do that?
1: He couldn't have. He couldn't have. He had to have stabbed him or something. Like
0: stabbed him with it. Yeah. Okay. Because I know Leg- even
1: that that takes so much brute force. I mean, Legolas does it. Come on. With an arrow, though, like he does
0: do he does it with an arrow? I've watched a TikTok of an archer. He says you can do it as long as they're not wearing armor. Like as long as they don't have chainmail, it's probably gonna. Kill him? Probably not. Yeah, he must have just stabbed him with it, because I don't think he could have... Because they describe the room as being super low. Yes. I don't think he could have drawn the the bow back far enough and silently enough to kill him. Right. Because we find out later that he's he's not a normal guy. Like, he's a a trained individual. Um, Faraday takes him downstairs. They're all pretty calm with a death. Kara's kind of freaking out. To be fair, makes sense.
1: And Mark is just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, he's so <laughs> confused. Like, not confused, like, I don't know, like, confused, like, like, what the hell is happening? Yeah. He just seems like overwhelmed and unable to process what's going on.
0: And Faraday's like, I'm going to kill one of you unless you tell me where your parents are. And they're like, we
1: don't fucking know. They're like, that's why we called you. Like, if we knew, we wouldn't have called you.
0: And I'm like, oh, yeah, obviously Faraday's not a cop. I kind of saw that coming, but I was hoping that that wasn't going to be the trick. Right. Right. Like, and then (laughs) the van guy runs in and he's like,
1: everyone get fucking down. Yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like, hey, and like draws a gun. And
0: Faraday shoots him like six times in the chest.
1: And they're like, yo, what the fuck? And they're like, hey, also, by the way, that was the guy who was hanging out with Roger. And he's like, oh, good.
0: <laughs> yeah, and-,
1: and then he's like, he's like, he's like, I'm going to go pa- call for backup. He's like, I don't think I'm going to cover for this murder you guys just did.
0: You killed two people.
1: He's like, you guys killed two people. And Kara's like, yeah, go call back up, please, so we can explain to them what happened. And then he like goes and he like makes a phone call and Mark's like, I need a glass of water. He's like, can I please just go get water because like, I'm being accused of murder. And he's like, yeah, go get water. And Kira's like, oh, get me one too while you're in the kitchen.
0: Okay, I'm going to speed this through because it's a lot of nonsense. It doesn't matter. Goes in the kitchen, checks the phone. Phone's not working again. Okay, cool.
1: <laughs> so there's no way he could have called back No way the cops. he
0: called back up. Goes back out, he's like, Where's your water? And Mark's like,
1: You didn't call back up.
0: He's like, How do I tell how do I get Kara to know without me saying it out loud? And then he just says it out loud. Yeah. And then Mark's like, I mean uh Faraday's like, Okay, I'm gonna kill one of you now. Pulls a gun, all right, I'll kill you, Mark. You're fucking annoying. And I'm like, makes sense. Mark is the smarter one out of the two. Kill right. him. Um Kara obviously is showing that she's a dummy dum-dum. She's going to give you the information you want, but they don't have it. Right. So he's going to kill two children for no reason.
1: Yeah.
0: And then coming in out of nowhere is Gina. Sexy bod Gina with a rifle.
1: Yeah. A, a hunting... Ex- it's a shotgun, right? Or no, uh, it's a rifle. It's something. It's a big-ass gun. Cares.
0: It's a big gun. And for some reason, Captain Faraday, who we find out is a, was a police officer... A trained officer is afraid of a of a seventeen year old girl with a gun. Yeah, <laughs> who obviously isn't gonna shoot him.
1: Right. So then they lock him in the garage. <laughs> they lock him in the garage. And she's like, "Hurry, the meeting is starting. We must go to the woods. The woods."
0: And she's they're like, "Explain it." And she's like, "No time. There's plenty of time." She's
1: like, "No time. I need to grab the robes.
0: <laughs> the robe." And you're like, "I'm here. I'm like, what is what?" Oh, also in her bedroom, they find a skull. Yeah, they find mention. another monkey skull. It doesn't skull. matter.
1: There's so many monkey skulls. It doesn't matter. That means nothing.
0: Um, does it make sense why she has one in her room?
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: Anyway, they're running through the woods again. Um, not no issues, way drawn out for no reason. They get to her house, they sneak in, they put on robes, and there's like a whole room of fucking like AR-15s.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Like she's
0: stockpiled like, weapons. She's like,
1: hmm, I can't sneak any guns. Uh, we probably should have grabbed the other gun, but it's okay. There's no time. Here, have some candles.
0: And they're like, the Brotherhood's having a meeting. And I'm like, what? They never even dropped hints of this. No. They dropped hints there was werewolves, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever said there was werewolves, Alistair. Oh, my
0: God, but there was more hints to that. If you had someone read it up to the point where she says, before she says robes, there is more evidence. No,
1: I would more. have never guessed cultists. <laughs>
0: cultists. It's cultists, everybody. It's a fucking brotherhood of cultists. They don't have cool robes. They wear like brown, like potato sack robes. I don't know why. And they're monkey the, masks. Yeah, they're the silver monkey mask The cultists. white monkey mask yeah. or whatever. White That's monkey. where the, the skulls were coming from. Yeah. There's The the secret cultists are so careless with their fucking prized monkey school artifacts. And Gina's dad's in it. Um, not Gina's mom. Um, their parents are in it. Like, all of these people are in it. And Kara's like, our parents are, are cultists. <laughs> and Kara's like, no, they're going to sacrifice them. And then Kara's like, our parents are going to get sacrificed. <laughs>
1: Yeah, she's like, she's like, oh my god, they abandoned us to be cult leaders, and then Gina's like, no, your parents are about to die, and she's like, oh my god, <laughs> and then Mark's like, I have this monkey skull, and he fucking
0: they go, they go to the cult ceremony, and it's all happening, the leaders revealed, and it's the CEO, Abby, and he's like, these are the traitors, <laughs> and shows their parents. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> also, they don't explain what exactly it is they were traitoring.
0: Um, they don't explain how they found out they were traitors, but they—it
1: didn't seem like they even know who really knew who they were. Like no. just that
0: these two were doing something bad. Yeah, I think it was because I think the kids blew their cover.
1: No, they didn't. No, they couldn't have.
0: I—I I don't know. Maybe it was Gina. I. Gina accidentally blew their cover. Maybe they're FBI agents.
1: Yeah, they're FBI agents. They were <laughs> infiltrating the cults. Not to even take like it a down. cool
0: secret society agency. No, the FBI. Yeah. Does the FBI deal in cults?
1: Think I thought so. that was the CIA. I don't know.
0: Anyway, it doesn't matter because it doesn't matter because it's bullshit. I'm pissed. They say that the cults all about bringing freedom back to the world. Yeah doesn't explain what that is yeah doesn't explain it's not like fascism it's not nazism it's not
1: they're like down with the police force and down with government and down with big companies and and i'm like like, this sounds good also you're a ceo so a little hypocritical but okay
0: but he's using that because he's using going to use the secret weapons to fucking blow up shit (laughs) and i'm like what so their ideals was they wanted like a like a socialist or like an anarchist anxiety? like what?
1: I don't know. I don't understand what this cult was for. Because I wonder if it's coming back in the later books. It man. better.
0: I'm. I'm gonna. It later, has
1: to mean something.
0: If in like a fucking a year we read fucking Fear Street number twenty three and they haven't brought up the Brotherhood again, I'm. I will. I'm gonna write a letter to Bob Stein. <laughs> and I'm include a picture of my kneecap. and I'm gonna say, "You see this, Bob?"
1: stop
0: you see you see how aching they are <laughs> for all my knees i'm begging you i'm begging you bob to write a story that makes sense <laughs> i loved you as a kid bob what happened <laughs> he's like my name is actually rl and i'm like no you don't earn those initials bob you earn those you know how many dicks George R. R. Martin wrote to get those initials? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so mad at this book. I'm sorry.
1: So anyway, everyone,
0: I'm so sorry. I'm so mad. They're. <laughs> I love colts and they did such a shitty job. I love colt stuff and they did such a bad job. There was no signs. There was no symbols. There was the 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 fucking
1: monkey skull. Sco- what? Why were they cold?
0: I'm going to bite my own fingers off. That's how mad I am. Anyway. They f- he fucking throws the skull at fucking CEO boy.
1: He throws the skull at the CEO. Misses. Misses. And the CEO is like, who threw that?
0: I'm going to kill your dad now.
1: And then like that was just enough of a distraction for their fucking parents to go, you know, sicko mode.
0: <laughs> Why did they do that before? I couldn't tell you. Uh, And then everyone runs away except the CEO.
1: And then the doctor, Gina's dad, is like... And he's like, he's like, he's like, I understand you have to arrest me, but I don't believe in the cult.
0: (laughs) I, I, um, I know I housed all of their stuff, and I, I I helped them dig holes to capture Mark, because no one likes Mark. Sorry, Mark. And then, um, like, I just did, I believed in their initial, and I'm like, Jesus Christ dude total like
1: he's like i didn't think i'd have to murder anybody in a cult
0: (laughs) and i was too afraid to say anything and i'm like you had all of the guns in your basement you had all of the power you know the thing about cultists unless they're really fanatic you kill a couple of them and what do they do yeah they disband like they run away because they're cowards usually they're all kind of like sheep following like a, a like basically like an insane person usually. Um, and that's that. They're yep. FBI agents. And Mark's like, no, dang, I guess the abuse was justified. <laughs> Anything for our government.
1: And then they're like, oh, by the way, Fairway's locked in the garage. And they're like, oh,
0: he's out. That's a we put him away. Yeah, He's like, hunting us. And I'm like,
1: excuse me. They're like, we move so much because we're undercover. And they're like, time to move again. Also, bad. Sorry about Roger. That kind of sucks. We really liked him.
0: And the other guy that was also our agent. Kind of fucked for them not to at least tell you what was going on. At least tell you. Because they, you know what? Roger wouldn't be dead if they just told him. Yeah. Because she would have been like, oh, yeah, there's this guy named Faraday. And Roger would have been like, oh, no. Yeah. That's a, that's a bad guy. Yeah, I'll shoot him with my dad's stub nosed pistol he gave me on my 19th birthday to protect myself, but I never wanted to use it. <laughs> Can you tell how mad I am that I remembered that? I'm How mad am I? I'm fucking furious. Tell them how mad I am.
1: He's pretty mad.
0: Three out of ten. <laughs> that's generous.
1: I'm going to give it a four monkey schools out of ten.
0: The, each of the main characters get a point because I like them.
1: I really like and I, the
0: the fact that I thought it I thought it was werewolves I liked it, and they gave the cultists a cool name, the Brotherhood of the White Monkey school cool fucking name, terrible thing. Yeah, you know, they're like there's like a stupid ass joke where the parents are like, oh, guess I guess we got to stop being undercover to our family. <laughs> they're gonna be put in a nursing home. I'm just telling you, right? If they don't, I'm gonna be mad. I want an epilogue of Mark denying his dad a kidney for all the abuse he put him through.
1: (laughs) But yeah, they move out of out of shady side. And and so does Gina and she's like, Oh hey, write me
0: here's a love letter to write me in Boston. Here's my address in a white monkey school.
1: And she gave him a white monkey school and is like, Okay, like (sighs) is she still part of the cult? Like, I don't understand.
0: Oh, their parents were locked in the fucking that building.
1: Yeah, they were in the building still. He like locked them in some place in the building.
0: Yeah, and yeah. So like they were all, they were they were by their parents for a part of the book, which doesn't explain why they even let them in then. Oh yeah, he like is holding the monkey skull and it feels warm now.
1: What? I think it's just dramatics. I think it's just I don't think it's supposed to mean anything. I don't think it's actually like cold or warm i think it's just like a projection of their feelings they're like oh it's so cold and dark and ominous he's like oh the monkey skull is warm now because it means love now
0: the note says can you keep a secret i love you gina
1: so weird so ominous It, it makes me almost feel like she's like i'm keeping the cult going like i agree with the cult like i mean their
0: initial message didn't seem that big of a deal
1: no it's the fact that they were murdering people.
0: I'm so mad. That book took me so long to read, too, because it was so fucking boring. I mean, like, normally this is a bit, right? Me hating. No, I did not like it. <laughs> genuinely didn't like this book. You guys should not read this book. <laughs> read, read the, the other first, ones. Read the first chapter and then the last two.
1: Yeah, you <sighs> really wouldn't have missed anything in between.
0: I don't know. I don't know, man. I if you want to follow us on Twitter, we are at we are at RiffKPod. Pod. Uh, we uh, are on Twitter. Follow us, I guess. I don't really. I just post that the episode dropped. Um,
1: but a better place to find that is through our Discord.
0: Yeah, join so our Discord. It's called Grim Encounters right now. Eventually, I probably will be changing that to something, but it's Grim Encounters right now. Uh, join there. We got tons of channels. Uh, like tons of general channels I post all the new episodes when they drop Um, the entirety of our our cast on here on here and all the other shows that we're a part of are on there Um, there's like a there's a there's a there's a couple channels designated to reading isn't for kids yeah where you can like talk about books and comics you love Um, you could suggest us book series to read and uh, there's also a place where we post like the books that are coming up next um
1: for and, you to read ahead or read along, if you if you yeah. so choose, you yeah. don't have
0: to. You don't have to read ahead; it's fine. I don't. I don't want you to read this book, though. If you read this book for us, I'm sorry. Let us know in the Discord because I want to know if my anger is justified. Um, good thing we don't have like. Good thing the walls down here are solid wood because if it wasn't, I would be punching a hole through them. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good. My favorite part about Christiana is she just doesn't laugh at my joke sometimes and just looks at me. Um,
1: <laughs> anyway. It's a real Kara Mark moment.
0: Shut up. Are we going to be brother and sister? <laughs> <laughs> Can I be Kara?
1: <laughs> Good. I'd rather be Mark.
0: Yeah, we'd all rather be Mark. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm a, we're a part of the Encounter Code Network. Uh, either in our Discord, we have a list of all the other cool shows, like uh, The Encounter Table, The Natural Ones, Don't Tap the Glass. Um, there's also, like, our other shows, like So You Finally Watched, which is a movie po- movie review podcast where me and my buddy Matthew uh, watch and review a movie with spoilers that the other person hasn't watched. Um, the most recent episode was on Rat Race, a 2001 comedy.
1: You'll also um, find our main podcast well, our flagship podcast, uh Grim Encounters, which is so much fun. We're a little save on voice playing chill third edition. It's at Tabletop RPG where we're uh haunting the unknown in Chicago.
0: Yeah, it is campy horror, so it's not like super scary all the time. Um it's kinda like there's lots of goofs and gaffes, and then like I'll be scary all of a sudden. And the cast is always like Okay. Oh no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I sorry. I forgot this was a horror podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or something scary will happen. Where will
1: we doing the gritty through Chicago?
0: And I'll, I'll like do something scary, and uh, Robert, who's on the podcast, will just like straight face not be scared for a second. <laughs> um, but it's fun. It's a good show. Uh, there's lots of seasons. Season one and two is a good place to start. Um, they're both kind of a good place to jump in but season one's lovely uh the audio quality's a little rough we were just starting out but it gets a lot better going pretty much going forwards like it just gets better and better um but that's that i think that's everything right oh leave us a review on itunes and spotify please 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 if you leave us a review on on apple Podcasts and it's five stars we'll talk about how great and how good of a boy girl are they them you are and um Yes, Spotify. You can't leave words, but it does help a lot. Please go. It's literally so easy. You just click five, (laughs) and it helps us out so much. Helps us get some some new listeners on here, and uh, yeah,
1: yeah. We'll give you lots of hugs and kisses.
0: Through the internet, I I think that's everything. Yeah, you you heard an Encounter Co ad on this episode, so there you go. I think, I think I feel like I'm missing something.
1: No, you're not. <laughs> Good night, anyway, everybody.
0: Anyway, I'm gonna read you a book from Fuck. the 99 and a half creepy crawly jokes, riddles, and nonsense, written and illustrated by Holly Cowit. Kowit. Um. Why did the moth eat the firefly, Christiana?
1: Cause he wanted to glow.
0: Uh, he wanted a light snack. Fuck. Do you get it? Cause like fireflies light up. Like a like a light bulb, and they're also like tiny, so it'd be kind of like a light meal. (sighs) Eventually, you'll understand jokes, and I I don't know why. Eventually,
1: I'll file for divorce, and this is going to be the number one thing on it.
0: Anyway, if you (laughs) 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 anyway, um, wash your ass check your grass and don't eat glass
1: and clean out your dryer lint
0: that doesn't rhyme ow (laughs) fucker